I'm here at Paddington Station, just going into the station to find Maggie for the start of our very exciting trip. I'm also in the station uh, and I have an extremely hot coffee in my hand, it's going to burn my fingers. Um, me, I should have asked you if you wanted anything, I didn't think you'd be here so soon. Where are you? Do you mind if I put this this guy? Okay. Then I can sort of lean on it, and uh, you don't feel I'm sort of too in your personal space. No, no, it does feel a bit like we're on a chat show. Though. Yeah, that's great. Or a sort of flirtatious vibe, one would do. <laughs> do you want me to join hold it? Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, we're on the train. We're on the train. Yeah. Your your face mask matches your eyes. Well, that's lovely that you said that because this wasn't actually my planned face mask. Did you have, do you have a plan normally? Well, I, I was super organised, put out my clothes, had the face mask, and then I lost the face mask. We should really have got matching mystery ones. You know what we like should have done? Question marks on, what's under here? I've got a, we had such a missed opportunity. We should have got masks that had a, a Poirot moustache Oh my on. god, why did we all think about that? Okay, if we see, if any are for sale, I think we should do definitely Do you think they'll be merch? Somewhere. If there's merch at the festival, I will be buying it. Well, I think there'll definitely be copies of books and things. Great. Oh, I don't want the books though. What do you want? I've already merch you in T-shirts. T-shirts? Other yeah. stuff like that. So like a international Agatha Christie festival. Yeah, yeah. 2021. Fridge magnet, pen, anything. I'm going for a fridge I don't magnet. want. I don't want. I don't want a book. I've already got them. Okay. Okay. Well, so we're on the train and we did sort of hint there where yeah. we're off to. Where, uh -huh. where are we off to? We're, we're off to the international, international? International. Agatha Christie Festival. In Torquay. In Torquay, of all places. <coughs> I don't right. really understand why they like, is it international but it's in Torquay? Well, it's international in that I think people are attending from all over the world. From all over the world. And I think some of the speakers are. Did it happen well. last year? Yeah, no, it didn't happen last year because of COVID. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think it is a yearly thing. Great. So if it's good, if it's good, we'll be back. We'll be back. If it's not yeah. good, we won't. We won't. Impress us. That's what, it, that's what we're saying there. Impress us. If there are any organisers on the train. <laughs> but it's in Torquay because Agatha Christie grew up in Torquay. Right, okay. And she also went to go and live near there as well. So the Greenway House. Which is where she lived. The Greenway House? Yeah. Was in not was in your name? Yeah. Weird. As in my married name. married Yeah. Name. Our first event is at three. Great. So we got an option. We might have time to do the Agatha Christie Mile. I like the sound of that. So great. We'll do that. Then we're hand heading to the Abbey, which oh. is very mystery. It's really mystery. It's a place called Tor Abbey. They'll there, there'll be a murder. <laughs> imagine. Well, imagine if there was a murder at the festival. Well, that's what I'm thinking. There'd be a lot of people trying to solve it, wouldn't there? They would. Yeah, because people would think it wasn't real. I think that, that that they're missing a trick if they don't if they don't try and do a fake murder mystery. Yeah. 
like when you arrive being like right this person's been killed these are your clues go yeah i don't i don't think the festival's gonna have that kind of vibe i think it's gonna be quite serious serious we I are do. at the wrong event but we're i not very serious sure. i know we're not very serious but well, we, we need to we have to tone ourselves down <laughs> so the first event is going to be kate moss love her we do very much like her <laughs> she as well as love, loving Agatha Christie, she also founded the Women's Prize for Fiction. We're fans. We're, we're fans. We're fans. big fans. Yeah. We're fans. So she's going to be in conversation with Anthony Horowitz. Have you read any of his books? I have. The I've read Alex Ryder Murders. Oh yeah, I haven't read it. It's good. I, I very much enjoyed it at the time. Okay. So what is the Magpie Murders? Is it a classic mystery or so? Yeah, and I remember being really. The only thing about it that I remember was that I was absolutely over the moon because um, I solved it before the end. Did you? Yeah. Okay, well, and it's one of the first memories I had of doing that and being like, I got everything. Oh. I know. I was really happy. Okay, well, I'll read it and see if I can work Great, it out yeah. as well. Um, but part of the reason why Kate Moss has been invited to the festival is because there was an article, I think, last, yeah, it must have been last year, where she was talking about how she'd spent her lockdown. One of the things she did is she read mystery. Good choice. But she read 250 or something. What? Yeah. In a year? Yeah. That might have me to But uh, this leads me to ask you, how many mystery books do you think you've read in your life? In my life? Yeah. Oh, um, let's have a think. Yeah. It depends. If you're putting it, I don't know, because if I put it to like, how many do I read in a year on average, it would be different to like, oh, if I think about the authors that I've read. Yeah. Um, well, Agatha Christie alone, I must have read about. You must read at least 50. Yeah, at least. Let's say 50. I think that's conservative. And then if we add in all of the podcast ones, if we say we've read 45 book-based adventures together. Yeah, yeah. So let's say let's say five of those are axes. That was 90. Oh, no, 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 but I think that figure, that figure must have been 250. That can't obviously just be ags because there aren't 250. No, I know. Kate Moss. Oh, do you mean how many... Just mystery books in my life. Yeah, total. So let's say that if we if we've done forty five reads together, yeah. Then let's say five of them were Agathas, which I have already included in my hands. Oh, number. sorry. Yeah, so sorry. That I'm puts not, me yeah. at ninety. Say a hundred. Yeah. I think, yeah. Let's say a hundred. Um, and then uh, maybe on top of that, probably in my a handful. So let's say I reckon I've read probably about hundred and twenty. Yeah. In my lifetime. Yeah. It's not too, not too shabby, but equally. Half of how many she read in a year. Yeah, but I reckon you probably read more than you think you have. Just randoms. Yeah, just randoms here. Yeah, and there, I have been reading them since I was pretty young, I guess. Like I started. Yeah. I think I started reading Agatha Christie novels when I was ten. See, that's much much earlier yeah. than me. So I think you you've definitely been reading mystery for longer. Yeah, it was my grandma put me on it. Yeah. Very sweetly. So lovely. She used to, um, every time I saw her, she bought me, she would have bought me more Agatha Christie, she'd try in charity shops Aww. and say, like, oh, I've got you another one, I've got you another one. They'd often be the same ones I already had, but yeah. I kept them all. Aww. Yeah. 
said she couldn't go past a charity shop without hearing it say, Grandma, Grandma. And I believed her until I was about 15, like a weirdo. No, that's beautiful. That's, that's such a beautiful sweet. story. Yeah, she is a special lady. Oh, yeah, what was her name? Hazel. Hazel! I know, beautiful name too. That's such a yeah, I know. lovely name. You don't she hear was, many Hazel. I know. And she, yeah, she very much was quite, um, what's the word? She wasn't particularly traditional. Yeah. And yeah. she wanted me to get into Christie. She thought I'd love it. Yeah. Uh, and she, but she, as a non-traditionalist, was like, you don't want to read the first one, that's weird. Love it. Boring. Great. So she got me the second one. Agatha, uh, it was Murder on the Links. Yeah. He said, like, read the second one first, everyone does that. They don't. <laughs> so she got me that one, and, and then there were none, and I read them both in a weekend in her little flat in Notting Hill. Curled up on the chair. Yeah. I have very happy memories of it. I, I lo love the idea that you and I might be that figure to someone, to someone else, else in the future. Oh, that's a great point. I never thought about that before. Like, if yeah, if you had a kid, yeah. I would definitely want to be bringing the mystery. Yeah. But then, surely I will do it. I mean, not as in like don't do it. As in, <laughs> oh, that's my job. No, as in, no, 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 Surely by certain, the time. No, but what I mean for a certain author. So like the oh, idea of like Christiana Brown. I'm just like forcing. Forcing on, them on. Not forcing. But you I will bring one round. Bring one, yeah. one round each time. You'd just be like, go on, have a go. Go on, have a go. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the first yeah. one you read? This, you see, because I feel that you have, you've got this very clear, like, origin story yeah. of how your passion for Agatha Christie began with your grandma, with Hazel, which is beautiful. So, but I can't, it's weird. You can't remember. I can't remember. All I know is I was suddenly reading loads of mystery and I hadn't been before. And I think that the reason why I probably can't remember the first book is it was some of the first reading that I did when I started reading again. Oh, yes. So, um, yep. for listeners, I lost the ability to read for a period of time, which is very sad. Um, but then it came back, but it took a while to build it back up. And I think I must have started with a mystery because they're they are quite um they're, if you're struggling they, to yeah. read they're quite i mean that's i guess that's why people got so into them in lockdown yeah they are they do they take you away don't they yeah they take you away there's nothing there there's also they're comforting as well because Very. they're a familiar format but yeah it's weird i feel like i went from had I read mystery before then? You might have done, but maybe not. A little bit, but do, not, do you know what? Not a huge amount, because yeah. obviously there was no... Well, I suppose you could say that at uni, I read some of the first mysteries, depending on what you're going to say that is. But I remember reading The Moonstone by oh. Wilkie Collins, yeah, yeah. which is Very sort good. of a sensation novel, but also has elements of mystery around it. And I did love that. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I kind—I of, don't know why we've never talked about that before. 
it's, it's yeah. in some ways it, it feels like the sort of thing we should have talked about in our very first episode yeah because it's actually I, I've never heard you say that before yeah, and I don't yeah. think I've ever told you about my oh no I've definitely heard about your no, grandma you have, okay. yeah yeah weird I don't yeah, know because I knew about murder on the because that's why I bought you oh, murder yes, on the of course, lips of course yeah yeah um very happy memories but yeah so I feel like I went from zero to mm, being like hero mystery it's all about mystery it is all about mystery. but then what i can't remember which i think is in some ways even weirder is <coughs> how did we end up doing this doing this did just come out come up in conversation or i don't know maybe was it an offshoot of my bank's book club we were in a book club together that yeah. actually was just ended Rubbish. up being us. Um, I've just got one more bit of mystery. Oh yeah, sorry, we've really digressed. Which is related to Agatha Christie. And there was an announcement, I think it was last week, the Agatha Christie Foundation, which is run by her family, have authorised a new set of Miss Marple stories. Oh, yeah, we, we texted about it. We did. Oh my god. And the lineup for the writers was cracking. Oh, more than one writer? Yeah, because it's going to be an anthology. Oh my god. So Val, Val McDermott, who's one of our Queen's yeah. Prime, she's going to be writing one. She's a queen. Um, now I can't remember anyone else who's going to be writing right. them. Sophie Hammer? No, she's Poirot. No, she's Poirot. Shall I look, look it up? Yeah, yeah. It's, they're not coming out until next year. Oh no, look, there we go, there's a list at the top. Oh yeah, Dreda Say Mitchell. Don't know who that is. Oh yeah, she's there writes thrillers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Val McDonough is... Kate Moss. Oh, Kate Moss. Yeah. And Naomi, Naomi Alderman. Oh no, and Ellie Griffiths. So Ellie, Ellie Griffiths. Griffiths writes um has been highly recommended i do think we should read nelly griffiths for the great show. i think we might have some our potential fans for season three yes i think we um, made it and also ruth ware who i don't know yeah does it say exactly when it's going to be released this anthology um maybe at the end maybe it says at the end It's 12 writers, it's going to be 12 writers in the collection. Doesn't say. Ah, okay. Well, anyway, what I was thinking, here's, here's my suggestion. Go on. Is, obviously they're going to release this new Miss Marple anthology. I think for some time next year. Great. I was wondering, maybe you and I could write our own unofficial new Miss Marple stories. Um, yes. That we would like to be included in the anthology. And Not we've got that to send they will them in. be. Well, we could send them in. Last today. Yeah, if you've got any space, here's some extra submissions. <laughs> See what you think. New yeah. talent. Yeah. It's never too late. It's never too late. luggage go. <laughs> um, so what was I going to tell you about? Oh, Perky, you're going to... Train manager, please contact Yeah, but this proves we're actually going somewhere. 
What do you mean as if we'd like fake our travel? Please contact the class. Sorry? As if we'd fake our travel. We might. We might if we were then gonna go and do a crime. Please contact the class. <laughs> Surely you think the to commit a crime. manager and the driver have, would have like their phones or walkie-talkies. WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great Western Rail WhatsApp group. I think it's okay. okay. Okay, okay. So we've got um, Tokyo. Oh, yeah, Cat update. Yeah, update. Invader Cat is back with a vengeance. Okay, I've been thinking about Invader Cat. Right, yeah. Can we give Invader Cat a name? A uh, mystery name. I've got a suggestion. So when you say, can we give him a mystery name, what it's you like mean a... is, is you've got a specific name you'd like to give the cat? N no, 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 no. As in, I think. If you've got another idea, that's absolutely fine. I've, I've, but, I haven't even thought about it. You've just but, mentioned this. I've got okay. your name Obviously, Hercule yeah. is your cat. Yeah. So, Invader Cat is a rival. Yeah. So, I think we should give Invader Cat the name of one of Poirot's rivals. Marasco? <laughs> yeah, Marasco. Oh, is that who you're thinking? Yeah. Great. Okay, and also, great name. Great okay, name. Okay, so from now on, Invader, Invader Cat, Cat is, is called Marasco. Marasco. Well, he's back. Marasco's back. Yeah. And why? I don't know. I think basically what the real the real issue is is that Hastings was always the the brawn. Really. And he was quite good at keeping this sort of stuff at bay. Aww. But Hercule's quite quite de de uh, delicate and and slight, so not so great on the physical front. And we we found him before, kind of cowering against cats that have tried to get into his territory and sort of yowling at them to sort of be like, please don't, but not actually physically doing much about it. Yeah. So we don't think he gets in scraps, but we think he's he's confronted by cats that are taking the piss. And the problem is that if he's not sort of stood against them, Marasco might tell other cats. I know, that's, that's the worry. So Marasco now, now comes into the garden on an almost daily basis. Oh. Sometimes during the day, I think that's pretty brazen he'd come over the fence and but just we, walk through what do you do when you see it to go out and shout i have Marasco. before yeah um is it effective yes very but i worry it makes hercule look weak <laughs> and <laughs> make him it's sort of emasculating of him yeah but he's he's shown that he can't really look after Indeed. himself anyway. also until recently we've only ever seen him at night so we could never quite get a, a gauge on his size. Now, more recently, he's been coming in the day and also um, in the early hours when it's like 5am and it's light outside. Yeah. So this morning, it's the first time we've, me and Mike both woke up and got a proper look at him. He is absolutely massive. Okay. He would absolutely destroy Hercule if they but, got into a scrap. Okay, but is he massive in, you know, some cats are very, very fluffy, but when they get no, wet, they shrink. No, no, he's massive. He's a big one. And for the last few mornings, at about 4 or 5am, I'd say probably 5, 5, 5.30, when it's a bit a bit light, um, Invader Cat, Marasco, sorry, comes and sits on the windowsill by the other side. And what Hercule normally does around that time He's like aware that me and Mike are going to be starting to stir. Yeah, it's not quite. It's a bit too inappropriately early to come and wake us. He'll sit on the um, the radiator that sits underneath the window and just look out at the window at the garden. Oh. He's often there when Marasco appears. appears, and, and then it's like taunting him. Yeah, and then and then what happens is um, he emits a 
really horrified cry. So he is scared of Master. He's scared, but he's also fuming. It is like, oh, it's a noise anger. that's like... So maybe it's a noise I've never heard before. Go for him. Well, I just think he wouldn't, he wouldn't fly. But the, the other morning, so not this morning, but yesterday, he got so incensed about it that he, even though the window was closed, pounced. And then he hit his head and he fell off. Yeah, all set doesn't look good to doesn't look great. Doesn't look great. And obviously he then came back this morning. But the noise that he emits is like, I've never heard this sort of animal. It's like, it's really, he's really upset. I don't really see two outcomes. Either Hercule needs to outwit Marasco mm. in some way, because if he can't actually physically fight him, yeah. Hercule is going to have to, I know, maybe trap Marasco, frame, frame him for something. Frame for something. Um, <laughs> or there needs to be an external factor. Marasco moves house. Indeed, he's gone, yeah. from has gone. Yeah. Or, it's the third option, they become friends. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I think Hercule is furious that he's daring. It's a thin line a thin between line. love and hate. Love and hate. Yeah. It's a shame because, you know, maybe, maybe Marasco is lonely, that's why he's around. I think he just Obviously thinks Hercule he's... no longer has Hastings, mm. lonely. So I know. I just think that um, Marasco is like the ultimate local alpha and it's just like going wherever the hell he wants. They're so territorial, aren't they, yeah, as well? They are. And they do live close. So it's going to be an issue. It is an issue. Yeah. Okay, so obviously I've seen Hercules. This is not helpful for listeners. But I've seen Hercules. He's quite little, isn't he? Yeah, and obviously I saw Hastings as well, resting people. Much, Hastings. much more of a brute. So is he bigger than Hastings? Much. He would have struggled too. I mean, the way you're sort of talking about Marasco, matching sort of like a wild the size of car. <laughs> <laughs> car or calf? Calf. Okay, so we can see some cows out the window. Yeah. So as a percentage of a cow, how big is Marasco? I think that's an awful measure. <laughs> well, no, it's good because it's something Percentage bigger than Hercule, do you mean? Oh, we sure, but surely it'd be better. Well, no, because it's quite hard for me to visualise <laughs> in my head the size. Okay, if I hold the phone, yeah. use your hands, show me how big Marasco okay, so is. Okay, so I'm I reckon um, Marasco is about that. Okay, for, for listeners, big. Yeah. I think he's around the size of a small pig. 12, 20% larger. 20% larger? Yeah, approximately. And I think that might be an underestimation. Are you sure it's a cow? It crossed my mind, is he like a kind of what, like, a, like a local wild cow? Yeah. <laughs> an ocelot. <laughs> actually got a local puma. Puma? Puma. Puma. Lynx. Puma. Lynx. Panther. Actually, panthers aren't their own. They're, panthers aren't their own species. Oh, I, I think we might have told you this before. Yeah. It's, just, it's just the name for any large black cat. That is a great cat. Isn't it? Yeah. So like a lynx and a jaguar are types of panther. And Marasco. But, did you bring your swimmers? I forgot. Oh no! I'm so sorry. I was going to say swimming uh, in the sea is very agonistic. She loved, she loved a bit of sea swimming. Yeah, I tell you, I'll go in. I'll just roll up. Paddle. Yeah. 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 Or I should just buy. I could just. Buy if you see some, you could treat yourself. Yeah, I do need a new swimsuit. I mean, I'm, I'm really pleased with my swimsuit. So. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, it's a lobster print bikini. Okay, well, if we go if we go past somewhere that has any um, swimsuits, I will buy one. Yeah, do you know there's actually maybe there'll be merch. 
maybe that will be when Agatha Christie covered in Poirot's moustaches. That would be, really be hilarious. I just, I just cancelled <laughs> an amazing recording. It's really annoying. Sorry, we can just do a brief version. Oh, I say, Maddie, what have you brought to read? You're not going to slide. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I bought the pet. I just feel so. This feels. This I'm feels really sorry. I'm so sorry. Surprising. Okay, I bought. So can I just say it though? Yeah, yeah. How do I then stop it recording? Well, you press, press that button. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm a muddler. <laughs> I just saw you do it. I saw you hover over the word cancel and I thought, what is she doing? Surely she's not going to press cancel. And then you did. I'm really sorry. I can't believe it. Yeah, but at least it wasn't the really long one. I would have been really annoyed about that. What? She's cancelled the, uh, the long one. I am sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, shall I tell you what I'm reading? Yeah. Again. Take Again. Time. Do you know what it was? It was a snafu. <laughs> snafu. Made it up to me with the use of the word snafu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Pale Horse by Agatha Christie. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's the Pale Horse. That's your snafu. And, um, yeah. Shall I tell you why? I did it the last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Okay, um, I bought it because it was, obviously we're going to the Agatha Christie Festival, yeah, seems like the right thing to do. Um, but also, it was one of the Sophie Hannah underrated Agatha um, Christie's, and I haven't read it before. So I thought, what, what, what better time yeah. to give it a try. Excellent. And when you've read this, <laughs> you can then watch the BBC TV adaptation yeah. of it, compare and contrast. And find out and also, why you don't like me using my Kindle in the bar. Yeah, so this was back, I believe, in episode sometime in season one. Yeah, you were pretty horrified about it, weren't you? Yeah, Maddie said she had a bath caddy, she put her Kindle on it, very worried it was an electrocution risk. Yeah. Now, partly that's I my cautious that nature. Just say no, it's just never going to. But secondly, because the BBC TV adaptation yeah. has... It's not got a plug. Mm. Surely it's a, pl it's a plug well, thing. I don't it? know, but it has someone getting electrocuted okay. in the bath, I'll and it's you. not an accident. Is it using a Kindle? No, because it's set in, in the, the 30s, right. so it's not Kindle. Yeah, thing is though there's so much <laughs> pressure now but you can see why i pressed it because it is really it's like press a button yeah, there's also this button that's very yes i know button. but i think it's uh, confusing because cancel suggests you want to cancel stop i think absolutely recording. not i think cancel implies i don't want this anymore cancel, uh, cancel this okay this also is cancelled i think it's fine i think it's fine it could have been worse I'm recording. Oh, cool. I don't know why you told me. Yeah. We're walking along. No, no, we're walking along. We're walking along. It's very jazzy. Yeah. Very jazzy. A lot of palm trees, which does give it a sort of tropical vibe. A real tropical vibe. Yeah. Maddie's leading the way, so I hope you know where we're going. I do know where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Can we walk along a bit closer to the sea? Let's do it. I mean. We're not going to be on this bit forever. Okay, okay. I can really imagine this place in the 30s. Oh yeah. I do like a, um, a seaside um, family getaway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do they, are any of the um, Poirots filmed in Tolkien? I don't know, but I... That might be a great question yeah. for Brian Eastman, who's the producer of ITV Poirot. 
who is going to be speaking at the second event today. I feel like, I feel like somebody's recently told me about uh, where that Evil Under the Sun was set. Oh! Well, that's, that's, that's a coastal. Yeah, I UK thought coastal you told place. me. Oh. I thought you told me. Well, I that's one of my all-time faves, that one. The beach looks oh, quite easy to get in. Oh, I hate paddleboarding. I recently did a paddleboarding lesson. Ah. My first ever one. Did you feel cheated? No, I felt, I felt like I felt like a, a queen. A queen on water. Really? Did yeah, you? Did. did you fall off? Of course I did. <laughs> I was the only one in the whole bloody lesson that fell in. Of course oh, I did. Oh, that's a great view. Can you take a picture just because I'm recording? going to stop listening to my paddleboarding chat, no problem, no problem. No, 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 you can continue, but it's a nice history, isn't it? With the yeah. Nice Have a little mystery happen on one of those islands. I'm not sure it's really going to be swimming, it's a swimming beach. I think it is. You Maybe think it is a swimming beach. beach? No, it doesn't look that deep. So? Well, you want to be able to... No, I know, but you don't want to go out too far. Safety. I'm a strong swimmer, like I. <laughs> I would say I'm a strong swimmer as well. Yeah. I really like... Oh, no, I wouldn't even say I'm a strong swimmer. Do you, I'm a, do you know what? I am a strong swimmer. I'm a strong swimmer. Okay, great. I'd love to go swimming with somebody new and then watch them be shocked when I, when I speed away. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a strong swimmer. I'm not a, a fast swimmer. Oh, yeah. So I'm like stamina. So if, if I was in a situation where I found myself in, like, in the water, yeah. just having to tread water, I think no, I could do it for a long time. <laughs> well, that's Deep crime. well, other people, you know, been flailing after a while. It's quite sinister, isn't it? Like the idea of you being what? like, I will wait, I will wait. <laughs> no, because that's great. Because then I can help other people. Help or mop. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream later. We've got time for an ice cream. No, I'm not ready. We've got 25 minutes. Too full. I just want to get, I want to get there. See what, see what's the vibe. Yeah, let's get there. Let's get there. See how many people there are. If it's just us and Bry, oh, imagine. Yeah, you've only taken to Bry in a way oh, I don't know that why. I wasn't expecting. Because I think it's because of my producing experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's there. Look, that looks yeah. like an Abbey. Far more than this Riviera Centre. Yeah. Well, we've seen no one dressed up. I'm so bad like... we've come dressed up. That was so <laughs> embarrassing. Do you know, I was considering uh, bringing some makeup just so we could do emergency Poirot moustaches, if required. I've got my, uh... oh no, I don't even have that. I was wondering if I have my eyebrow pencil. Imagine though, coming to this and then for lols. Um, if you didn't care what people thought about you, dressing up um, Sherlock Holmes. Well, I think Anthony Horowitz, who is uh, part of the first event, well, it, didn't he do the authorised Sherlock Holmes? Oh, I think. Ask him. No, I'm not interested. We're not about Sherlock Holmes. No, but it's Conan Doyle, that's not, not, if you, if you that's really not our wheelhouse. Just to, to wind people up. Oh, right. It's quite funny. <laughs> not our wheelhouse. I, I hate to tell you actually on that, but I have, I have, I have read some male murmurs on the street no, no, no. over the last year. I know, of course, that's fine. That's fine. Just haven't I brought them on the podcast because I thought I would be... No, no, I don't, I don't think we've ever said we won't read 
um, Mysteries by Men. But we have done the season three trailer where we said by women. By women. So I'm I'm here for it. It's just more me saying, just so you know. Yeah. There have been some male reads, just not. Yeah. Yeah, but you could you could chat still chat about them. Okay. We're not. It's not we're anti men. I know. I know that. It's just we've chosen our. We're just pro women. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. Just, we're just pro women. There it is. You gotta have a USP, haven't you? In this, in this bustling world of murder barn. mystery. There's what? A Spanish barn here. Oh, wow, a wave machine. A wave machine. <laughs> I've got my own costume. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Just be like, off you go, Han. Just going to pop you in the pool. So, it is the morning after the day before. <laughs> that implies... I don't know what that implies, but yes, it is. So, yesterday was... Oh, it was eventful, wasn't it? It was eventful. It was eventful. So we went to the first event. Oh. Oh, oh no. Oh, I think. Uh, oh, <laughs> just, we're walking down the road. It's like a bit of admin, really, isn't it? It's like admin. Admin? Oh, yeah, like, listening to us going, oh, thank you, can we cross? Or, oh, where will we head next? <laughs> it's good to sort I'm of... doing the directions, of course. <laughs> uh, what happens when you do the directions? We get, get very lost. That's what happens when I do the directions. How's that happen? So for listeners, I have no sense of direction. I've actually <laughs> had it scientifically proved that I don't really have the ability to read a map. Which, to be honest, I, don't, I think that's absolutely fine. But the thing that is quite disarming and also a really bad combo is that you do adamantly believe you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I think is really rubbish as a combination. You're yeah. like, no, it's definitely this. No, think, yeah. It's not, though. Yeah. I'm very high confidence. Yeah. and very low ability <laughs> in regards quite, quite, to quite finding my way. Yeah, so the, we went to Tor Abbey, yeah. which I thought very atmospheric. What were your thoughts on the venue? Oh, as in... The actual... The actual location? Yeah, very, very, like, spooky. Yeah, very spooky. Could you imagine a murder? <laughs> and the first event we went to was a conversation between Kate Moss so the writer, yeah. as opposed to the model, and Anthony Horowitz, and he was charming, wasn't he? Yeah, and they were just having a chat about how much they loved Agatha Christie, actually. Yeah, it was fabulous. It was really lovely. Yeah, because you could tell that they clearly had the passion. For yeah, Ags. They were, they, also, they were friends. So they had a nice rapport. Cat, cat. Oh. Oh, that's a lovely cat, isn't it? Oh, 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 they're extremely fat. I'm really pregnant. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, so the huddle... No one ever says that about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, they had a wonderful rapport. What stood out to you from their conversation? Ooh, great question. Oh, we're doing our own version. We're doing a breakout version. What stood out to me? Okay, what stood out to me was how differently... Two things, how differently they both came to Ags. Definitely. Um, which I quite liked because Kate's way of finding Agatha was not dissimilar to mine, which I feel quite nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so Kate Moss's yes. way of discovering Agatha Christie was it was sort of a wet family holiday. She'd read all the other books yeah. that she had with her and just picked up Body in the Library. Yeah. 
and loved it. Loved and it. And then it was from there. Right from there. Yeah. That was one thing. Another thing was that they were sort of very uh, similarly to us. Um, passionate about how how uh, character heavy she is, how wonderfully well-rounded her characters are. Yes, yeah, um, and that's very true. And how that plays into what is also a very intricate and in- intelligent plot, mm, um, mm. which is re- what makes them so genius. Uh, and then lastly, um, the Proro versus Marple debate, I thought was quite quite interesting. Yeah, it got quite heated. Got quite so, for listeners who weren't there. Um, Kate Moss is a massive Marvel fan and thinks that they are if you could only read if you could only read one for the rest of your life, would it be a Marvel or a Poirot? So they both very clearly said that they like both, of course, they love both. But if it was just the one, Kate Moss picked Marvel and uh, Anthony Horowitz picked Poirot. And I found that really difficult because I really agreed with both of their points in some ways. So Anthony said for Poirot, um, there was an element of um, psychology to it, I guess, which is if for, for, for a standard uh, murder mystery setup, largely it's a community where there's some, something is wrong, something is amiss, and the outsider is the detective and comes in and sort of brings the community back together and fixes the problem, mm. uh, and then and then there's nowhere left for that for that. Um, detective for the only person left with nowhere to go mm. no summary no kind of end um so there it makes sense for them to be an outsider which is why poro as such a kind of clear outsider with his sort of foreignness is a really good a good fit for that role yeah and um, i think the other point that anthony horowitz made as well which i did i hadn't thought of before but actually made sense is he was talking about if you have an outsider investigating the case, mm-hmm. it's easier as a reader to follow the, the process of yeah. the investigation. Yeah. Because obviously they are asking the questions yeah. and finding the clues. Yeah, and he also has always at the same time always, yeah, exactly. as a reader. Yeah. yeah. And they often almost he often almost always has a psychic who you feel uh sort of it matches your intelligence, that's what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. So, like yeah. Hastings, for example, <laughs> or a gap where you kind of feel like they're on your page whereas the detective is a lot a lot more intelligent a lot of the time. So he felt there were more opportunities for you to maybe get the solution. Yeah, um, yeah. So I sort of, yeah, I sort of get that. Um, but then Kate Moss quite rightly talked about how, um, in, in many ways, Miss Martha is one of the most subversive characters uh, in, in literature because she's this very unsuspecting looking older woman. Yeah. Lots of people completely um, kind of assume, what are they not, they don't take for granted, what's the right word? They judge her. They take her as they read her. They judge her. Oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. They, they judge, judge her. her. There's um, a prejudice wrongly. there, and I mean, Miss Marple turns those uh, preconceptions yes. about older women on their head. On their head, and yeah. she actually, and she, or and she uses that to her own advantage yeah. because there's that sense that society forgets yeah 
older people and I think older women in particular yeah and she is and has that sort of invisibility yeah yeah. um and and as as a female reader that is quite powerful yeah and quite unusual to find where you where you especially given how how long ago she started writing Arkle it's yeah. really impressive to, to find a character that speaks to female readers in that way. Yeah, yeah. And I do actually completely get that. But the problem I have is that Farah was my first experience. Yeah. So there is a real nostalgia and a real long, long felt love because that was my first touch. Yeah. So I think that's part of ele- an element for me is, is the sentimental value of Poirot. Yeah, of course. Because much later and Poirot yeah. is, is linked in, it's kind of uh, inexplicably linked with my grandma. Yeah, yeah, her. definitely. And I suppose as well we should stress that we can read both. That's read both. fine. This is hypothetical no conversation. But for me, as soon as they ask that question, yeah. I immediately said Marple and I had no hesitation there and I think that's because I've reread the Marples Mm. recently and just been amazed by how how Miss Marple conducts the investigation. I think also I do love the ITV adaptations. Of course, Bird Lady. Geraldine Geraldine McEwen, is that her name? Yeah. She got no mention yesterday. No, Geraldine McEwen. Joan Hickson. Joan Hickson and also the other one who's name escaped. Yeah, Miranda Richardson or something. Miranda Richardson. There's there's one other that got mentioned a few times. I thought, what? No, hang on. What about the OG, Bird Lady? (laughs) And they just call her Joan Hickson as Bird Like I thought, absolutely not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's Geraldine McEwen. Every time. Is how Every I'm, time. I imagine. Um, and there is something. Oh, the other reason why I was like, why I would choose Marple yeah. is they were talking about uh, the mirror cracked. Yes. From side to side. From side to side. And about what an incredible motive yeah. there is in that novel for the murder and that again I think reinforced because that's the marvel. That is not. Yeah. I'll tell you what I really love about um, another win from my perspective about Kate Moss. She didn't like Van the Brown Suit. Yeah, she didn't like Van in the Brown Suit. <laughs> <laughs> so we read Man in the Brown Suit uh, back in season two. Season two, episode one, check it out, we slate it. <laughs> uh, and Kate Moss also didn't seem to be a she big fan. Yeah. Now, the thing that I found out that I did not know. Oh, yes, this is a great fact. This is a great fact. This is a great fact. Tune in. Tune in. Is <laughs> Agatha Christie wrote a last Poirot novel, Curtain. It's devastating. And the last Miss Marple novel, Sleeping Murder. Which is actually not when she's at her oldest. Yeah. It's a flashback to when she's younger. Yeah. Well, her oldest is Nemesis. Yes. Yeah. So it's not. Uh, it's not chronologically the last one. But it's the last in terms of the story, yeah. but it's the last one she wrote. Yeah. Anyway, she wrote these last two, last Poirot, last Marple, in they think 1940. Yeah. And she had them put in a safe in fireproof boxes or something yeah so that if anything happened to her during the war 
they could they, they were safe and they could be released and published. I think that is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And also that <laughs> more said that like obviously you guys will know. But I thought, oh I've got, I had no idea if I was such a chump. <laughs> like a fraud. Oh, I have to say, probably my favourite moment in the lecture yeah. was something that you did. So they were talking about, I think they must have been talk, possibly talking about marble bits. And <laughs> Kate Moss said the 452 from Paddington. <laughs> and Maddie was like, 450, 450. No, to be fair, she did say, I could never get the number right. Uh, what she is did. It? She did. I yeah. just shout over her. <laughs> um, so when you did that, I felt quite proud. Oh. I felt a little rash of. But also, of, um, what I found really annoying is that she asked the crowd, the audience, what the number was. Because she was like, I finally just to get it right. And everyone was just quietly going, <laughs> no one was saying it loud enough and she was like what is it what is it so i was like 450 and also because i have my mask on i thought i better i'd act it out <laughs> i drew it <laughs> oh yes you did yeah so maddie actually drew the numbers i thought she can't hear because they're all mumbling yeah yeah okay i'm glad you enjoyed that yeah I mean, proud. any other moments i mean the other thing i thought was fun is we were surrounded by other Ag Agatha Christie super fans. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a lot of just sort of mm -hmm, and like that, yeah. laughter, but in a really oh. geeky way. Oh, it was so nerdy. Yeah. So nerdy. There's a lot of like knowing laugh. Like, oh yeah, we know that reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we had a very brief break, and we went and then went straight in to the second event. Sorry. Just seen that sandwich shop. <laughs> <laughs> so we just that walked past a sandwich bar called Licensed to Fill. <laughs> that was absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> um, yes. yes, so the second lecture was Brian. 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 So Brian Eastman, who was the producer of ITV's Poirot. Yeah. Uh, talking David Sushi. With, <laughs> with David Sushi, David Suchet. In the title sequence, where Poirot walks through some of the spotlights, this is the ITV version. That one. When they were filming that, they had, they got this massive, massive studio so that David Suchet could walk away into the distance. Because it was made in the eighties. Yeah, it is so eighties. So eighties. I really love the bit where it shows him in loads of triangles. Yeah. I find that quite weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also really like the fact as well. Oh, another fact. Yeah. That um, the, when they when the producers got together with like the casting director, um, they the in-house casting director oh, yeah. came to the meeting with a list of potential Poirots. <laughs> who I'd love to know who was on this list. Like yeah. all the other, who, who could it have been? Who could it have uh, been? And the producers, separate producers, who've come with the idea, said like, unless it's David Suchet, we're out. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Imagine. What yeah. confidence. What confidence. And they were right. Yeah, they were right. He's beloved. Yeah. Hit. He's a hit. Uh, and then the next part, or the final part of this festival experience, is we watched Murder on the Links. So good. I had forgotten about how it ended. So that was extra joyous. Yeah, and it was on a giant screen. So obviously, yeah. giant David Suchet. <laughs> <laughs> And the great thing about Murder on the Links, very heavy on Hastings. Heavy on Hastings. It's the most Hastings 
um, of all of the Poirots, I think, because Agreed, it, yeah. he completely just like makes an absolute buffoon of himself because his only storyline is he falls in love with this girl who gets herself embroiled in the murder <laughs> and at one point confesses that she did it even though she didn't do it. Um, <laughs> Classic case. It, it basically it's just him staring longingly at her quite a lot and going, I say bye, what a lovely girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over and over. Yeah. So, I mean, overall it was quite heavy. I mean, the Agatha, wasn't it, I'd say? It was, it was the Agatha Christie. <laughs> 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 yeah. No um, merch. I know that we talked previously about my hope for merch. Yeah. So as I obviously there's a message in here where I try to manage those expectations. It was low on the merch, mm. but not low on the unsolved case of the missing salmon merch. <laughs> Is this what we talk about the big reveal? Well, we can talk about the big reveal. Yeah. Talk about the big reveal. Yeah. So, do you want to share what the big reveal was? Do you want me to share it or do you want to share it? <laughs> yeah, you can share it. You okay, can share cool. It. Yeah. So I, went, uh, I was told in advance of this trip that there would be some sort of a big reveal. <laughs> and, to, and to be full of anticipation. Yeah. Of course, I was. Um, and then when we arrived in Torquay, Hannah was quite kind of vague about when I might find out what it was. We got to Torquay and I said, when are we going to get the big reveal? And she said, well, I don't know but something has to happen first. Thought, what on earth? What happens if this thing doesn't happen on this trip? And I thought, she wouldn't take that chance. Um, so I thought, it's got to be something that is going to happen. Probably me going to the toilet or some <laughs> such. Is that immediately what you thought? Yeah. So then when we went to the restaurant, which was fantastic, rockfish. If anyone's ever down in Torquay, check it out. Yeah, rockfish. Fresh fish. Oh, fresh from, from the sea. sea. <laughs> I had crab, dressed crab. Uh, you had mackerel, unlimited chips. And there's unlimited chips. Unlimited yeah. chips. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm actually going back again today. Anyway, we need to get to the big reveal. Yeah, and then I went, so went to the toilet in the uh, fish from the sea. Not fish from the sea, <laughs> fresh from the sea. Uh, and came back and there was a mysterious business card uh, propped against my drink. And Hannah was looking very pleased with herself. <laughs> and it was indeed the big reveal. Hannah's put together some frankly excellent <laughs> business cards for us to dish out but I think more uh, hide I think we're gonna hide them around more the country often hide, yeah for people to yeah. find google us get in touch god this is yeah. a hill yeah let's <laughs> have a little break um yeah so if you find one of these business cards just knocking about get in touch yeah we'll send you a prize maybe even a murder mystery bundle I love a bundle oh, you love a bundle don't yeah because also that this means this might be there might be people listening now by the time it's published, we have found some of our first ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we definitely, if you find one of our business cards, take a picture of it. Put it on Insta. Put it in Insta, or you can email us, missingsalmoncase at gmail.com, and we'll send you a little prize, why not? In, a, in bundle form. But well, no, 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 we're not guaranteeing a bundle. Oh. We're guaranteeing a prize. It's a bundle. I know, but I'm, I mean, bundle implies multiple prizes. I'm not sure how many prizes right. we can stretch to you here. Okay, so we're at the start of the Agatha Christie Mile. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. I've had my uh, lemon salt cold blue tablets this morning, so uh, everything's okay. Okay, so this walk is going to take us past places that inspired Agatha Christie, 
and we should be looking en route trying to find seven plaques. Seven? Seven plaques en route. I don't know what the plaques are. I, I, I think just signs that say something Agatha Christie. Yeah. So that, that is our mission. Okay. One that says elk there. <laughs> There's some graffiti, graffiti that says elk. Okay, so I, obviously we have to spot all seven. Eyes open. Otherwise, we can no longer call ourselves sleuths. So we've just um, we've just had a bit of a lengthy <laughs> chat that we didn't record. Us trying to work out which Agatha Christie I was trying I was trying to think of based on the plot. Yeah. Because we've just walked past the house that looks a lot like one of the ones featured, and it's from Mrs. McGinty's Dead. Yeah, Mrs. McGinty's Dead. A great. I kind of can't remember much about it at all. No, but have you read the book? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I can't even remember the book. Why do read the book? Treat myself. So yeah. It's anyway, it's a cracker. It's a corker. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a plaque there. Let's oh, get. Should we go and have a look? There's two. How are we going to get over there? Uh, oh, we're going back up. Oh, we're going back up to go back down. Oh. <laughs> well, if that's two, then we've only got five more to find. Well, if, if, if there's only seven and two of them are next to each other, I feel like they've not thought about them. Well, yeah, but we don't know if these are even about Agatha Christie. Yeah, we'll just assume. Right, you ready? Shall I read it out? Is it about Agatha Christie? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Neither is this one. Oh. They're about the king. Oh. 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 The king. Oh, oh no. Okay. Oh, well, that's absolutely not. Okay, so we still found zero. Zero plaque. Zero plaque. I sort this is, Yeah, we're going to go and find out there's some sort of garden thing. Budget Eden project. Look, Maddie's describing it as a budget Eden project. I, I think that's harsh on both. massive tents over some gardens. That's rubbish. Yeah, that's what the Eden project is. I know, but that's not budget. Look, it's the English Riviera UNESCO Global Geopark. Wow. Also known as. Okay. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, oh, yes! I found one! Oh, they look like that. Yeah, can you take a photo? <gasps> no, let's take Can you take a photo of me under it because I found it? Yes. No, you can do it when you find one. So harsh. Yes! Fine. But that's what they look like. So it says there. The Royal Torbay Yacht Club. Th that was source of inspiration. Okay. No, I think it's probably just anywhere she went, isn't it? So we're just walking on. We didn't go down nope. to Beacon Cove, but that was apparently where Agatha Christie liked swimming. Oh, really? Yeah, favourite swimming point. It's quite a fishy smell for a swimming spot, isn't it? I think you can smell yeah. fish now. Yeah. Are you sure it's not the fish restaurant? <laughs> well, it's hard to say. <laughs> it could be. Uh, so we're going towards the Strand Hotel where we believe there is another plaque. I will. I am determined to find one without your assistance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sort of wondering, is, am I just like really unobservant as I walk no. around the world? No, because there's only been one. We've only gone past True. one. True. <laughs> I know, I'm just, I've got this in my head that you're going to get this one as well. So do you want me to look away? Yeah, oh, look, there's the open top bus bus tour. I love. I love an open top yeah. bus tour. Yeah. Okay, way to, to discover a new place. Oh, we should, we Except should. maybe by boat. Oh, because you were just saying that the only thing we have in common is our love of mystery. No, I did not say that. I said. <laughs> you you, you no, posed the question. No, I 
question. No, no, no. Do we have anything else in common? As a joke, I, you said, like, <laughs> I'm not recording anymore, so we'll talk about other things. Yeah. And then I said, okay, yeah. what do you want to talk about? And then as a joke, I said, do we have anything in common? <laughs> not we don't. Oh, yeah, but there was then and silence. And you that to me. There was oh, then silence. There was then silence. But it's fine now, because we've discovered, like, open-top passages. <laughs> no, that is not all we, we have. We could do another podcast where we just go on open-top bus tours around cities in the UK. Doesn't sound quite as good. But... Sound like great. But I would like to go and do that, though, even if we don't do a podcast. What? Go and do an open-top bus tour? Oh yeah, because I want, I want to. If you want to, do you want to come to Eastbourne with me? Oh, they've got an open-top bus tour, oh, yeah, and they've got a Ferris wheel. Okay, yeah. You're in. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just at the Agatha Christie statue here. Um, she was, she's sort of giving off slightly sad vibes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Ags. Don't worry. It also is looking a bit grubby. It's looking, looking a bit, bit grubby. Grub. So. Bit what actually did happen there, Hannah? Because I full named you, <laughs> Hannah you. Because Why, what why did you Hannah there? me? Because what happened there? <laughs> what happened there? Tell I, me. I saw it, but I. I went, there, there it is. And then realised that you did, you did say, I'll let you look. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I'm sorry. It's just too desolate. Did <laughs> <laughs> you, you say you made a snafu? Is that it? That's what I said. You, did you, what did you say you made a snafu? So we're now going to the pavilion. Do you see the plaque? I still see the plaque. Oh, yeah! We can see the plaque. Woo-hoo. So do you want some little facts about the pavilion? Yeah, 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 some facts. So it's very popular in 19... Sorry, but what, what's, well, this gives it off tropical vibes. Yeah, That's so very, tropical. Very yeah, you get a lot of tropical plants in the southwest because yeah. it's warmer. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, so the link to the Tag of the Christie, she loved coming here to see theatre, oh, to see the time. music, um, I haven't got information, right. shows of the time. But, like Agatha Christie fact for you, they did consider renaming it the Agatha Christie Memorial Theatre. Why didn't they? But they didn't. Why not? I don't know, I think it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, but it's not, it's not open now, which is a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. I, hope, I hope they bring it back. But if any listeners are on the uh, Tor Bay, <laughs> the council, yeah. then you think you should bring it back. Great! Yeah, so we're in the Princess Gardens. It's yeah, beautiful. beautiful. Can you get a little picture? Are you okay being a man photographer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so while you're doing the photo, I've got a top Agatha Christie question for oh, you. Sorry. Because yeah. these gardens are apparently used in one of her novels. <gasps> okay. It, is an excellent novel. Do you want a clue? Uh, I would like a clue, yes. You'd like a clue? The clue is letters. The clue is letters. Letters. ABC letters? Yeah! yeah! Wow, you actually smashed that. Thank you very much. Well done. <laughs> This feels very 30s. Oh, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I, could be, I could chill out here forever. Yeah, yeah. it's so calm. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite twee, isn't it? It's a bit twee. You're right with it. This is great. I'm actually really glad that we decided to do it. Yeah. I'd have been really sad if we left when we got done yeah. with Paris. So we're actually on the Ferris wheel now. I've got the, the whiff of like um, C plus hot dogs. Plus hot dogs, yeah. 
This has got nailing to Agatha Christie. But I know, it's pretty great. It's got a link to something we've discovered we do in fact have in common. Yeah, Ferris, Ferris wheels. wheels, open top buses, and mystery. That's it. That's it. That's enough to build a friendship, <laughs> I think. Well, it's just like class, you know, female literature in general. I yeah. Think that's Oh, this is really nice, isn't it? Isn't it? I feel like it's quite celebratory. You know, the unsolved case of the missing salmon. We're high in the sky. You know what we could do? <laughs> Throw business cards down below. Let it rain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout Ooh. out to all of our fans. <laughs> do you like mystery? I know you do. Okay, so we're on Princess Pier. Yep. Which, oh, this is the Torquay Museum. Not sure we've got time to go in there, but... There she is. Oh, yeah, we found a picture of a young Ags holding a... Is she holding a monkey? A baby monkey. That's horrible, is she? Or is she it a toy? Is. I think it might be a toy. I hope it's a toy. And um, anyway, if you look out onto the pier... <laughs> yeah. Princess Pier was where Ags liked hanging out as a teenager. Oh, so, if you'd met her as a teenager, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I've it? got another trivia question for you. Oh, yeah, go on. What activity... Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> My phone nearly went flying. Bloody hell. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> what activity did Agatha Christie get up to? Crabbing. <laughs> <laughs> as a teenager on Princess Pier, not, not crabbing. crabbing. You've got two more guesses. See if you can get it in through. Oh, it's something that you've talked about wanting to do because you've got another skill which you think will make you good Ooh, at this um rollerblading yeah roller skating, roller skating yeah, yeah yeah oh i love those donuts those little sugar donuts mm, i think probably not because you'll get a sugar high in a crash yeah and also because i've got big lunch coming up but i will get some at some point yeah have i told you about to do rollerblading yeah the yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so listeners, I don't think listeners, no, you will know this. So, listeners who um, are diehard <laughs> fans will know that Maddie is very talented at ice skating because we talked about it in season one, episode five, Cross Skis. Oh, I would just want to just want to caveat that with I wouldn't say very talented. Oh. I would just say that I can skate. No, no, no. She she's being modest. No, but you've told me you can do flips and stuff. Oh, you do. <laughs> no, not flips, but you can say you can backwards. skate backwards. Just a bit. I mean, in my book, that's very talented. Okay. You can skate backwards on ice. Only a bit. That's incredible. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very talented. Uh, very talented. Take it. So this is the end of the line. Yeah. Not the end of the line, but it's the... Um, <laughs> this is goodbye. <laughs> this is goodbye. Oh, it's it's goodbye for now. Yeah, that would be a really sad way of being like, we're actually done. Oh, yeah, no, we're not. Oh. Uh, that's me. Oh. So, Maddie's about to go back to London. Um, so how, what, yeah, so how would you say you found the International Agatha Christie Festival. Fabulous, yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. We did, we did just discuss, not on the board, whether we'd come back. And we said, yes, we would, yes, we but would. only together. Only together. And only if we liked the look of the speakers. Yeah, yeah. i.e. David Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, David, we know, you, you know what we want. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Um, what about... Do, do you think I've been an okay travel buddy? Okay. I know there are a few. Yeah. I don't know there are a few. You think there were hiccups. A small, a few small snafus. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you see as the snafus. Well, when I accidentally deleted the recording. That doesn't count as a travel buddy thing at all. Okay. It's not really travel related. Okay, fine. Um, 
and then I think I oh, I think I did something annoying in the room but I can't did remember you? what it was. Yeah, I you can't remember. <laughs> I think it's been a success. You nearly got your boob out. That was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. There was one moment when I thought I, I may be revealing perhaps too much. Yeah. But, but there was also that that would have been no no issue because <laughs> it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Uh, and also there was a moment where I thought we'd have to share a set of pajamas. <laughs> Because <laughs> I forgot mine. Yeah, this is very true. This guy's talkative, isn't he? Go, okay, go. So, this is the end of our bonus special episode. <laughs> but, very quickly, what's our next read going to be? Okay, so, seeing as we've been at the Agatha Christie Festival, we thought it made sense to read an axe. And we're going with Sparkling Cyanide. We're going with Sparkling Cyanide, brilliant. Check See you out. then. Okay, um, bye. Bye, Matthew. Bye.